my favorite sound of the week. I know, I missed it last week. I know. Shit. A little bit more. <coughs> What's up? What's up? How you doing, dude? Long, long time no see. I know. Right? You were gone last week. I was gone last week. I was in Phoenix. Did it with the folks. Yeah. Was it just you and... Uh, me. The bro? Me, Pops, uh, Frankie Envelopes, and then my brother, uh, Frank... Uh, Vegas uh, Frank. Vegas Frank. So, hey everybody, welcome back to Whiskey Friday Podcast. One thing we want to talk about here, best news of the week right now, Frank the Fourth is in the works now. He's in the works. Everybody just found out um, April 1st, and no, it's not an April Fool's joke. I would have been funny if you would have been like, this is fucking with you. Oh, man. <laughs> I'd, it, imagine if like he just let it go the whole day. Everyone's all excited, and then they're like, no, we're having a And then go. today they were like, hey, remember yesterday we said we were having a boy? Remember that? Yeah, we're fucking with you. Remember that whole thing? All right, so, um, but yes, uh, my, my brother Vegas Frank is having a boy, his third kid, and... Uh, Frank, uh, FJD, the name lives on. So now, uh, you know, Frankie Envelopes is the second. His pop's the first, obviously. And then Vegas Frank is the third. So I wonder what kind of nickname this Frank's going to get. Frankie Two Times or Frankie Fingers. Maybe he likes to, uh, you know, maybe dip into people's pockets. Frankie Fingers. Frankie Fingers. I don't know. What do you, or maybe, Four Finger Frank. Or maybe he just loves chicken fingers. Maybe. I, I think that could be a good possibility, too. So anyways, hey, guys. Uh, excited to be back uh, on episode 33, uh, Trace Trace. And uh, we're nearing 1,500 downloads. We're doing good. It's getting better, a little bit better every time. And we're just having fun here. I know, you know, we don't sound like the rest of the podcast, but that's not the point of this podcast. The point of this podcast is two dudes sitting on a couch, drinking whiskey on Friday night. In our driveway. In the driveway. With cars Talking shit. Uh, and what do we got driving by? Right now we have a little Dodge Caravan. Looks like a Dodge Caravan driving by. Nice and journey. slow. Oh, Dodge Journey. Dodge Journey. Is it a Dodge Journey? Yeah. We almost bought one of those instead of the Edge. Oh. Mm. Well... A Dodge Journey, Dodge Caravan. What what the hell is the difference? Dodge Durango. <coughs> well, that's a SUV. That's well, an SUV. That was a van. No, it's not. It's an oh, SUV. It looked like a van. The journeys are SUVs. You know what? I don't want to get in a fight right now. We're not even drunk yet. No. Um, but yes. Um, fun. We've been having fun tonight. So. Tammy was mad. Because we had a f- call it a night. No. Why? Because I hogged the one wheel. She said. Oh. She was like, I wanted to ride it. And I'm like, all you had to say was that you wanted to ride it. Yeah. And I would let you ride so, it. So me and Christina, we just got two one wheels. Our neighbors all have them. Mike's going to get one next week. Uh, these things, they're so fun. They're fun. They're so fun. They're expensive. They're expensive. But they're fun. Yes. They're worth the money. Yeah. You think of all the stupid shit you spent money on. Yeah. And they're fun. So anyways, let's say our thank yous. Thank you, KC Luna. KC and Luna. Uh, Speedway Liquor. They are the best. I went in there today. We didn't even need to get a bottle of whiskey because we still are, are waiting to drink this old elk, which we're drinking tonight, which we'll get into here in a few minutes. We we went in there to say hi. 
Because yep. it's Friday. They, I haven't seen them in two weeks. I know. I was in Vegas for March Madness, and then I was in Phoenix. So I haven't seen them. So uh, we went in there, and of course they, hey, try this, try this, hey, try this, try this. And then we got a couple other things. Um, but, man, I missed them. And I uh, just want to uh, thank you guys for everything you do. Um for the podcast, for us. I mean, you guys, uh, I consider you guys great friends now. For the I mean, shout-outs on uh, yeah. Facebook and then, of Seriously. course, whenever they mention on anything. On IG, too. Whenever they mention anything, I automatically repost it or share it oh, or yeah. say something about it. Yeah. Like when um, they came out with their new shirts. Once especially, again, if you guys want their shirts, go down, buy them. The new logo that they put on the shirts. Oh, it's sick. 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 Real sick. They, um, they just got this uh, whiskey in. It was a, um, a pickle one. Pickle whiskey. Yes. A wicked pickle. Yes. Is that it? We got to try that. We got to try that. I do want to. I try got it. the Howler's head, the Dana White. Uh, oh, you did. I have it. Oh. So maybe we try that one night too. Did they have it there? Yeah, I got it or there. Or did you get it in Vegas? No, I got it there. Yeah, yeah, the Howler head. I picked it up one time and I, I got another bottle that I wanted to do for the podcast, but I was like, oh, I keep hearing about this Howler's head. And I picked up a bottle of that, so I'm it's pretty supposed excited. to be everything I've read and seen. It's supposed uh-huh. to be super, but super it's like good. a banana whiskey or something oh. like that. And we're not like really the flavor type, so I think what we do is like one night we shoot it, Just throw it in the free it. freezer, take a little shooter of it, try it out. So oh, you know what we should do? We should take that banana whiskey and that peanut butter whiskey, the screwball, and the banana. Dude, peanut butter and bananas, bro. You guys heard it here first on peanut the whiskey. Peanut butter and bananas. I don't know anyone that doesn't like that combo. No, if you don't, you're not American. You're ISIS. You're a terrorist. You work for ISIS. You are 100% a terrorist or a Democrat, liberal, terrorist, leftist, extremist. All right, you're an AOC. So we are drinking tonight Old Elk, and let's get into this, and we'll take a little taste tester. So Old Elk uh, Distillery, uh, Colorado. Yeah, Colorado. Um, so explain the, the lid, Mike. The lid is actually super cool. It looks like a, uh, like a disc from a tree. It's got like the, looks like bark. And then on top, it's got, uh, it's got USA. And then it's got their their little emblem with the OE, and then it's got two elk like facing facing each other. And then it says something, but I've got really bad eyes. It says OC. It says Old Elk. Oh, Colorado Distillery on the banner. Yep. It says OE. And they're up against the barrel. Yeah. With fire? Is that fire coming out at the top? Looks looks like fire. I don't know. It's kind of small. It's, it's black and white, and it's so it's small, hard to see. Oh, that looks... Yes, it yeah, is fire. that is fire. Yep. So there's another label on the neck, but it's super cool. Super cool. It, it looks like... Um, it looks like tree, like bark. If you guys ever see those old, like, uh, coffee tables... Yeah, they have, like, the live edge. Yeah, the live yeah. edge. It, it's got kind of like that. Um, it's actually a really, really bitchin' lid. I like yeah. the lid better than anything. I... I love this bottle. The bottle is perfectly square. Yeah. Um, I love these type of bottles. You can hold it in your hand. You can uh, carry it while you ride your one wheel. 
It's perfect. Just chug it right out of the bottle. Chug it right out of the bottle. So let's let's get into a little bit of reading. So Old Elk Distillery, Colorado, USA, um, straight bourbon whiskey. Master distiller is Greg Metz. Is that how you? I think that looks Met. like a Z. Metz. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. And it's got a label on the front, and it's single barrel selected for Century Grand, uh, 750 uh, milliliters. But it is 53.2 and 107.4 proof. I don't think I saw that before. I think that's more than uh, the rabbit hole. The rabbit hole. I think that's in the 90s, right? I don't know. Let me go. You read. Okay, so at Old Elk, we craft a remarkable, smooth, and innovative spirit that transcends tradition. With four decades of experience, few have influenced the American bourbon landscape more than Old Elk's master distiller, Greg Metz. It is Greg Metz, M-E-T-Z-E. Uh, guided by this skill, Old Elk's bourbon uses four times more malted barley than conventional recipes, creating a rich, smooth flavor in harmony with caramel uh, coos evoked by charred barrels and spicy notes of rye. Old Elk's custom mash bill is aged a minimum of four years. Fort Collins, Colorado, USA. Oh, Fort Collins. That's yeah. So what was rabbit hole? 95. 95 proof, huh? Yeah. So there you go, 107.4 proof. This is down to like, usually you see 0.5s and, and 0.0s. You don't see like, point. this is 0. 0.2, 0. 0.4. They got down like to, to the, the nitty gritty. To the nitty gritty. Yeah, so old elk. So let, let's give this a little bit of a taster. All right, cheers, cheers. sir. Smells good. Smells like bourbon. <laughs> it's got a kick. That is a <coughs> that is a burn. Okay, it, it's actually like eating a spicy pepper. Yeah. Like the longer it goes, it's I can feel it. It just got to my uh, small intestine, and it's still burning. I feel it in my nose. <laughs> wow. It definitely okay. clears your sinuses up. You know what? I've had a stiff neck for about three weeks, and it's it's loose. Not it's no gone. Bottle. It's gone. I think this. I think this just killed the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. I don't think we will ever get the coronavirus. I mean, I've already had it. No, but. It will it will kill the new variances of the you're, coronavirus. You're also it's gonna kill your liver. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's got a kick. But I actually like the I, taste. I love it. I really like it. So I think it's still not rabbit we're, hole. We're gonna let it water down a little bit. Yeah. Okay. But it's it's definitely. Uh, <laughs> definitely tasty i'm gonna chase that with a uh with a swig of my beer whoa i need to cool my insides with ice water you know i'm desperate when i'm drinking coors light it's not that desperate uh dude coors light miller light bud light ultra they're all the same they're all the same i just i've never been a coors light we got some bud light micheladas for tomorrow morning (laughs) 
Guess what I got too? Look I got the him. Enfuego ones. Enfuego. <laughs> Enfuego. Yeah, 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 yeah. Muy caliente. <laughs> uh, tomorrow, what are we doing, Mike? We're going golfing. We're going golfing. But there's a twist. We might actually even have to. Uh, I know we don't like putting our pictures and our faces on the Instagram or the uh, the uh, Facebook. Facebook, but we might even have to do a little uh, live oh. tomorrow because we have two very special guests going golfing with us tomorrow. They were guests of the show a couple weeks they were, ago. A couple weeks ago. My wife, Patriot Tammy, mm-hmm. and uh, Patriot Aaron's wife, Patriot Christina. They are going to join us out need, on the links. We need to figure out what kind of format. And and the reason why I kind of brought up like us riding with our wives and then switching on the back nine, I think Christina and Tammy would have a blast on the cart together. That's why I'm just saying I think we just let them Maybe they do. ride together the whole time. We'll let right. them decide. Yeah. No, actually, they that's might, not a bad idea. They might just say, fuck it, we want to ride together the whole time. Yeah. Which is fine with me. I'm sure uh, Patriot Tammy would not mind that because she wouldn't mind you not getting on her ass for getting out of getting out of a sand trap. <laughs> so uh, today um, I, I did my lesson. Um, I had my lesson with JJ. He taught me one small thing and I was hit, hitting my irons really well. So um, and I'll kind of, I'll, I'll show Mike, but he can uh, try to explain it. So when you set up, you know, you want to keep your head still, yeah. right? So I've kept my head down. And so when I rotate like this and then come through the ball, I'm, I get stuck at a certain point. It doesn't matter how like good of a backstroke I have or anything. So he goes, Hey, I just noticed this. He goes, lift your head up a little bit. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, lift your head up a little bit. So I was like, all right. So he went like this and he showed me, he goes, when you have your head down like this and you turn, you're stuck. Yeah, you He goes, you lift your head up and then you can oh. get your shoulder under your, under under your, your chin, chin and that way you can feel it. You feel like your backstroke and then you come down and, and follow through. Cause he's like, your follow through is there. He's like, it's still inconsistent. You're still gonna do all your things. And he goes, that. You've got you've been golfing less than a year. He goes, but it's all there now. You know what good feels like, you know what bad feels like. Right. So you know like when you mess up what it's all about. So he did that and I li- lifted my chin up and I kept it going and I hit my irons really good today. And he goes, "All right." He goes, "Now," he goes, "I'm guessing in about, you know, after about 3, 4 or 5 more lessons, we'll start talking distances." And I was like, <gasps> I got all excited, right? Because I'm like, I've been wanting to do this. I, I, I'd be 160 out. Sometimes I'm like, I think I could get an eight iron there. And then sometimes I'm like, I think I need a four iron. <laughs> That's it, my, I like my, even, even it's the, the hardest the part, one right? lesson I did with JJ, like, you know, we talked about it when he was here. The one lesson I did with him, he's like, you're. He's like, you're pretty Mechanics solid. Mechanics are there. It's consistency. Yeah, he's like, you're pretty solid and, on your swing and, and everything thing, like that. He goes, you're just, he goes, your consistency's off. And he goes, you know, he asked me, he goes, what do you hit your, you know, your seven iron? I'm like, the, I don't know. Yeah. Like, that's the but thing. But that's, that's and my the thing. Same is like, I can you. hit my seven iron 
80 yards or I can hit it 180 yards. Yeah, and I'm the same way. It's like, oh, oh GPS says I'm 180 out. Okay, let's go six iron. Yeah. And then I fly the green because I make great contact. It's a perfect shot. And then the next time I'm 180 yards out, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll hit my six iron. And I duff it, you know, 75 yeah. yards. And that's the thing is like hitting it flush is a, is a big deal. And like I noticed today and today I'm, I'm, I shot a true 88 today. True 88. I got, I linked up with these two guys. Oh my God. These guys cracked me up, dude. We'll, we'll get into this story in a little bit, but I, I, I took it and like this guy kept asking me this guy, Bob, he was there with his son-in-law. Um, he lives in Havasu son-in-law lives in Riverside and they were, they were here. Uh, California. I know, <laughs> but he let, this guy was super cool. Um, but Bob had three balls in his pocket at all times. And he took three swings at every shot. Every shot he took. Unless it was like a good first shot. <laughs> I'm not kidding. He'd be like, oh, breakfast ball. Oh, breakfast ball. Be like, you know, you only get one of those. Uh, I'm like, oh, jeez. I'm like, we don't even play this bad. Right. But he start, He was hammering down Bloody Marys like they were like going out of style. But anyways. Like he kept asking me, like, do you want to take another shot? Do you want to take I was like, no, no, no. I was like, I'm really trying to, like, play this round. And he asked me the whole way. He bought me two red beers. He was trying to get me hammered. I had, like, two red beers the whole day. And he's like, you sure you don't want more? I'm like, I'm good, Bob. I'm good. I, I, I'm, you know, I, I got to go pick up my kids later. You know, I'm like, did that whole thing. But I, I played. And you know where my worst part was? Was putting. Remember what I told you my best part was Wednesday? Putting. Best part was putting. It, it's like every other thing. But I will say, playing Boulder Creek to where you're 40 feet out, you barely touch the ball, you're going to get there. Yeah. El Rio, well, I got to smash the ball. smash it but to go five feet. <laughs> but there's some things like in El Rio where half of the green is fast and half of the green is slow. It's just it's not that consistent yeah. of a place um, with the greens. But you have to get used to the greens where you're putting to like right. get into it. I was leaving everything short. So I, 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 I three putt a few times. They're all going out to the nacho. Yep. There they are. They're a good line of them, though. Is that it? I think. Yeah. Four. I think that was the four that left. Where was Daryl? Daryl was the second? I think Daryl was the second or first, first or guy. second. He might have been the first guy. Yeah. Yeah, it might get a little loud. We had some razors and uh, Can-Ams driving by. We need to get one. They're so expensive. Who knows? I know. You could be next in line. I could be. So, anyways, uh, played a really good round. But my thing was what I had, I legitimately had eight birdie putts today. How many did you make? None. No. I'm, I, it's just, it, it destroys me. But I shot a 45 on the front and I shot a 39 on the back nine, dude. Wow. And you know which hole screwed me? Eight. On, short on the four. back. Oh, uh, 17. 17. Yep. I usually always par holy. Easy. 
So they weren't, weren't the last one. I had some. I had a but thorn in my hand. I could see it. Right, it's gone right, now. Right there. No, it was back here. Oh. But it's gone now. I don't right. know where that came from. But anyways, did uh, did Rob tell you about Sunday with me? Yeah, yeah. Did he tell you? You beat him on the back nine. Yeah, I crushed him on the back nine. What hole was it? What hole did you did? Okay, so you remember when we played that one time? Uh huh. And we, I drove it, and it went out. Of, we thought it went OB, so I hit another one. And then we got up to the green, and it was, like, pin high just to the left or just to the right of the green. It, it like, it hit a rock and then bounced up there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So that same hole, I drove over the green. I drove the green. Oh, shit. I was past the hole. Damn. I was behind the hole by probably – I was behind the hole just off the green about – 10 yards but I was probably 50 feet from the from the pin putting for eagle oh shit and I bogeyed it oh gosh <laughs> and I bogeyed it see I don't like that mm -mm. yeah I went from eagle to bogey so one of the best holes I played was Boulder Creek on Wednesday and I told you about this, but I got to tell the podcast about this. So it's a par four. And uh, so my drive, it, I think it was like 420 yards. I, I want to say 423 is sticking in my mind. Your drive? No. Or the no, hole? No, the hole. Oh, the whole like, hole. Jesus. Come on, man. So anyways, I, I like, drive was the it. Wind, was it was the wind at your back? I was drive it downhill? It, you know, I was a good drive. It was nice and smooth. It was like 240 yards. So I had a buck 80 Respectable. Left. Respectable. Right? I'll take a 240 in the fairway every time. Oh, yeah. Even though, like, you get so used to watching the pros, you're like, I want to get 280. I want to get 320. Blah, 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 blah. That's not feasible unless you've been golfing for 10 years. Better? So, anyways... Have like a buck eighty. It was like a buck seventy eight. I, I want to re like remember buck seventy eight out. Well, up towards the front, uh, like near the green on the right side, was a lot like hole eight at El Rio. It had reeds, Ugh. but it was on the right side. And instead of like, if you go into the reeds at El Rio, it's gone. Yeah, because you're in water. It's in water. This is the same thing, but there's like. It goes downhill, and you have, like, a little, like, two-foot buffer until the reeds start. But oh, it's all, okay. like, rocky right there. Yeah. So I hit it, and I, I kind of sliced it a little bit. And not, like, slice-slice, but I had spin on it. And right when it hit the ground, it spun right into the reeds, and I was like, shit, I'm going to have to take a drop. So I walk up there, and I'm probably... 50 to 60 yards out. I want to say like 50, 55 maybe. And so I just like grab my 56 and I was like, or, or I walk up and I see my ball. It's in that like little buffer area, but it's all rocky right there. And I was like, fuck. And Donnie goes, either you try to punch it out or you take the drop unplayable. He goes, but then just remember when you're playing that drop, instead of hitting three, you're hitting four now. 
So I was like, fuck. All right. So I took my 56. And I was like, I'm going to hit it. I can get it. But I had to stand. I was on the fairway. And you have to lean down. So I'm leaning down over it because it's like it goes down about a good 12 to 15 inches. You couldn't just jump down there? No. No. Because the, the buffer wasn't big enough. Oh, to stand down there. To stand down there. So I'm sitting there. I was like, all right. So I take my swing and like barely hit it. And it fucking just bounces out like six, seven yards. And just rolls out. Fucking chewed my 56 up, dude hit rocks it like has gashes in, the, in it i'm like fuck so i'm like all right well i get i get to my ball and i'm like this is fucked up like this is like a fucked up area the rough where or the the fairway where i was at was really flat it was really flattened out and the hole was close so i look at it Donnie, he range finds everything. And he's like, you're, you're about 42, 43 yards out. I was like, all right. I was like, fuck it. I'm going to put it. And the two some we were with, they were both singles, but we were all paired together. He goes, dude, you've been on with your putter. Use your putter. I was like, really? He goes, just put it. You've been on with your putter. So I was like, all right. So dead in front of me are, are uh, sprinkler heads. But... The way the green was is it went way left, but the whole hill was it was swooping down to the right. So I wasn't it wasn't impeding me. And I saw this stick about fifteen yards in front of me. It was like one of the one of the reeds. It was a broken off piece of reed. So I walked up and I picked that reed up and I, I threw it to the side. And Donnie goes, Is that your line? I was like, That's my line. So I went up, putted it, dude, just like hit it. Just went. I was like, shit, I hit it too hard. And Donnie goes, oh, no, you didn't. And I was like, watching it, watching it, watching it. It's tracking, it's tracking, it's tracking, it's tracking. Right in the hole. Par. It was pro- like, I still have an eagle the hole. I've birdied, I think, three or four holes. Yeah, I think maybe. I'm the, I think I'm in the same boat. I think I've birdied, like, maybe four holes. One of the birdies that I count was the scramble me, you, and Todd did. And it was like my own birdie. Remember yeah, that? Yeah. And it was like, that's that's a birdie I count, even though it was a scramble birdie, yeah. but we took all three of my shots. Yeah, all three of your shots. But, uh, uh, but just like get, it. I know, just getting up to par was like, getting that for par was, just, it was just such a good feeling, but it was probably one of the best putts I, I've ever made in my life. I mean, you're talking 120 foot putt, oh, yeah. you know, just wrapped around. On, just on pure Sunday, luck. I had a 36 foot putt for par. It's when you make anything longer than 10 feet to me is just awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Especially for us. We're two pun. Yeah. Most normally. Yeah. I mean, anything outside of 10 feet, we're two putting every day. Yeah. And yeah, when I like I hit it and Rob was like, that's it. It's in. I'm like, no way. Yeah. And it just like went broke a little bit to the left. And I was like, woo! Rob yeah. was like, fuck yeah! yeah. I was like, yeah! It's, it's even better when it has, like, turn to it. Yes. Like, because Rob made, like, an 80-foot putt. But he, he crushed it, and it hit the pin and dropped in. It was a straight line, and it was, like, and dropped in. And it's like, that was a good putt. That was fucking phenomenal. Yeah. But if that pin wouldn't have been there, 
it probably would have gone right over the hole. Oh, he oh, would yeah. he would have been 40 feet behind it. Oh, yeah. He hit that thing so hard. Yeah. Because, I mean, we were at El Rio. Yeah. He, he knew, like, he just crushed it. The greens are slow. Yeah, slower. It's uphill. Yeah. So, uh, but when you have, like, those ones that just, like, kind of turn into it. A little break. A little turn into it. And mine probably, and no joke, probably had about, like, seven or eight feet of, like, turn in it. It just, like, rolled right in. I, I'm telling you, it was just one of the coolest things. And, like, at the end of the round, we all, like, you know, 18, we all, like, shook hands and said, hey, good playing with you, all that. And uh, the two guys I was with, they were r- really good. Uh, actually, all three of them were way better than I was. I shot a 102, and everybody else was either low 90s or high 80s. And uh, they were like, dude, shot of the day was your putt by far. And I was like, no way, dude. You guys, like, had so many, like, to me, just fantastic shots. Yeah. But they are like, that putt was just so, like, so good. And they were like, you were you were a magician with your putter. They, they were like, you look like a pro because every putt I left short or, or let, like, I didn't make was tapping. It was all tapping. So all my two putts were tapping. Not like five, six footers, whatever. Yeah. They were all like little tapping within a foot. Yeah, to where it's like, all right, the, a lot of them would take it and They'd knock it be back like, you're to good. me. Yeah, yeah, you're good. And I'm like that. It felt good because usually my putting's not the best. But I, what I like, I feel like a Scotty is really good for fast greens because mm-hmm. it's light and it's very controllable. To where the Spider, where it's heavier, yeah. that might be better for your. Your slower greens. Tougher greens. You're like, so I might be rolling two putters from now on. I don't know. But then you're going to have to lose a club. I know. What do I lose? The four iron? The three. My new hybrid? No, your three iron. I don't have a three iron. I thought you had the ping. I got a new three hybrid. I know, but... Oh, so did you get rid of the three iron? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's still... That, I'm at 14 clubs still. Oh. Because you have putter, 52, 56, 60, pitching wedge. Okay, that's five. Then you have nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three hybrid, high wood, driver. That's 14. I think I'm at like, I need to take all my hybrids out because I don't use them. If you don't use them, do you have a 52? No. Yeah, you need to get a 52. I, not have a, I used Rob's when we played on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, there's it's a like huge difference. 80, yard, 80 yards out, I used that thing. I put it within four feet. I used I used fi- my 52 when I'm 100 to, uh, like, 90. Yeah. And a I 52 was, normally, what a 52 should be when you're flushing it and you're like hitting it. like 60. No, when, when you're hitting a, a good – when you're hitting your, your, your irons and wedges good, your 52 should be uh, 115 yards. Because your pitching wedge should be buck thirty, buck uh, thirty, buck twenty-five, buck thirty, buck thirty-five. I know guys that hit their pitching wedge at buck fifty. Yeah. You know, obviously with wind, you don't. I mean, we're we're talking no wind, perfect well, look conditions. At, look at Bryson. He hits his pitching wedge like hundred and eighty yards. Well, yeah. That I. But if you look at like normal guys, like look at a, a Tommy Fleetwood yeah. or, or or Jordan Spieth. Yeah. When they when they're a buck fifty, a buck thirty five to a buck fifty, it's all pitching. Pitching wedge, wedge yeah. Yeah, but you have your fifty two. I know guys that hit their fifty six when they're ninety yards out. I, I'm trying. What I'm doing is like 
You know the long part three, the last part three? 16. <laughs> it's 16. It was a buck 78, and I hit, um, no, a buck 87, and I hit my six iron. And the reason why was we had a front pin, and you know that green is like. Slopes. It's up, down, up, up and then over. Flat, you yeah. have that big crease. So I was like, if anything, I want to be short. Yeah. So I was short, but I hit my six iron out of a, a buck 87, but I probably hit it a buck 75. But practicing today with JJ, he's like, your, se- your seven iron, or I was hitting my nine iron, a buck, he said a buck 60 when I would hit it perfect. Like, so I'd have to hit it perfect, perfect to go like a buck 60. But it just, uh, that's it, what I think. It depends on if you hit it flush or not. What are we doing next week? Have anything set up next week? We need to go golf, though. It's Masters weekend. No, but I think next week, since it's Masters week, we need to hit the indoor. Oh, hit the twenty-four seven. And just hit our hit our irons. Hit the twenty-four-seven and do the podcast there. Ooh. I wonder if we could get that in. I'm sure we could. We need to Matt and Rob need to be in on yeah. it. Yeah, we have, have to, to. We have to get them in on it. They have to. I think we do. And it. then we could play like Pebble. I mean, they have like 150 courses you can play on that simulator. Yeah. I think we do it. I say we do it. And that's what I'm thinking. I say we do it. I love it. I absolutely love that idea. Ow! It's the Masters. You know what course we play? Oh, Augusta. Duh. Duh. Fuck. Why didn't you say that the first yeah, time, I you didn't idiot? think about it. You're an idiot. I'm so stupid. Coming up with these stupid ideas. Idiot. Play Pebble Beach. Pebble Who are Beach. you? Fuck Pebble Beach. What is Pebble Beach? I don't even know that place. We play Augusta. Play Augusta. Let's go play Augusta. Let's do it. Let's do I'm, it. I, dude, you got to be so excited right now. All right. So I'm going to tell Patrick Christina, don't plan on seeing me for like, so if we leave here at eight, put the kids to bed, we get there at eight 30. Okay. Start the podcast by nine, nine, 30, nine, 10, 11. It's going to be like one. Well, because you can only well, do, no, 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 you but, can do four but hours. Here's what we're doing. We're going to go from there. Shit face strong. We're going to go to a golf course. <laughs> we'll play night golf? We could go. We could be in Mesquite by, <laughs> <laughs> uh, by sunup, We dude. could be in Vegas by sunup. We'll be in Mesquite by sunup. Oh, Mesquite. Yeah, that's like a. It's a three-hour drive. Three-hour. Uh, three and a half. Uh, no. Mesquite? Yeah. It's like two and a half. No. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's an hour away from North Las Vegas. No. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. It's about 40, 45 minutes. Okay, so like, yeah, like three hours. But North Las Vegas is a two-hour drive from our yard. Oh, but depending on – there will be no there'll traffic. There will be no traffic. Yeah, so we, we so, could get there in 
to no more than three hours. No more than three hours. Yeah, because we got to stop and pee because we're shit faced. And then we sleep in the truck. Yeah. And then wake up first thing, first light, boom on the course. We're ready to go. I'm down. Yes. I'm fucking down. Mesquite's probably not going to happen, but <laughs> I love the Why Augusta wouldn't thing. It? I don't Why wouldn't know. it happen? All I know is I love the podcast idea, and then we're gonna we're gonna have to golf um, Augusta weekend Sunday. And we got it. We got we got to get Matt and Rob. Yeah, we got to do the foursome. We got to do it. We got to do. We got to golf. And, hey, Mike won't be on call. Maybe we can get Todd. Or Scotty. We got to see if Scotty can get the weekend off. Scott, I, I think we got to do like a, a personal session with Scotty. Like me, you, Mike, and Scotty go. Oh, yeah. And then like you ride with Scotty or I ride with Scotty and the other person rides with Mike. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I think we, he wants to get comfortable of what we do. Because, you know, it's super. Oh, it's super intimidating. intimidating. Like the first time I played with Matt. Like when I heard he was a pro before. Yeah. Like a, yeah. I was like. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I'm like, what's he going to say? But you figure out they don't care. Yeah. Because we're seriously out there having fun. Yeah. None of us, even though we talk about getting our pro cards. <laughs> None of us are going to get it. None of us are going to get there. None of us. Oh, by the way, I want to say uh, a little shout out to JJ. He's he's looking to go back to, he's going for it. Is he going to go play in that, that pro-am? Yeah. Really? In uh, May. No. Yeah. Yep. He said the one he, at Laughlin Ranch. Oh no 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 no. He he's he's got a uh, um, a qualifier. Oh really? Yeah. A qualifier in May. Wow. Yeah. He's Out been, here. He's been practicing a lot. I I don't know. We got to be there. I don't know. We got to be there for him. Yeah. Wherever it is. I agree. I think I think whatever whatever he does, like we we go like support his ass. Yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. Yeah. It I. He pisses me off so bad because I sit there and I'm like struggling to flush an iron. And he's like, he goes, he goes up at the end and he's got his little ping iron. Oh, my new ping. Is that the ones that he bought when he got the new ones? He's got the new ones. And he's like sitting there and he's like, yeah, I haven't swung a club in a couple days. And he's like, you just, you kind of do this and you know, you see this. And he's like, hits his nine iron, like 200 yards, 260. I'm like this son of a. You're bitch. like you fucking hit your nine iron further than just, my fucking driver. Just listening, I I don't know what it is. We saw that meme a long time ago. We sent through the Whiskey Fairy podcast. Is like, there's, in the top five sexiest sounds. Oh, there's no better sound than a, than a clean just, clean hit. Just the way he does and you see the grass fly so beautifully in the air i want to like jump and catch it and like hug it did you see that that um tiktok or reel on instagram this guy i don't i don't know if he was a i don't think he was a pro but it was on golf i think it was on golf digest's uh instagram page the guy hit hit his iron hit the ball hit the uh then the big divot comes out, uh-huh. and you see this guy come out of nowhere. He's like, so the guy's here, like where you are, and he hits it, and then all of a sudden you see the, the divot flying, and the guy goes, there's a guy who comes, catches it, I got it, drops it, and then just keeps running. No way. I swear to God. I was like, that's that, so awesome. That's so cool. I caught a divot. It's like oh, yeah. catching a home run ball. <laughs> <laughs> Can you sign it? 
a big old long beard. It was ago. so awesome though. I laughed. I was like, oh, that's that's a good one. Still the best divot ever was Tiger though. When he cut that like big old snake long oh, yes. divot and it, it just like, kind of wiggled in the air. It was like like twelve inches long. Yeah, just... it just wiggled in the air and you're like, oh my gosh. But all right. So um tonight I wanted to get into some stuff and maybe this this'll be um, roll into some other stuff, but I don't know. Do you, do you want to get into like anything political or anything tonight? Did you see AOC's live? Yes. Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> so this is something I wanted to talk about because I learned about, um, oh, I learned about this. Geez. So we sit here. And we bitch and we bitch and we bitch about them not ever seeing the way and all this stuff. And um, so I listen to this podcast hat tip, uh, Dan Bongino, like usual, about um, I him. I wish he would this run de- again. De facto. Mm, I don't know if we talked about it, but congrats to Bongino for getting Rush Limbaugh's radio yes, spot. Yes, his radio spot. <laughs> that starts next month, or actually th- this month. Started in April. This month. So, um, but anyways, I'm trying to think of how I want to approach this. He, he, if you guys haven't heard, go listen to Bongino's podcast from yesterday, Thursday, April 1st. So he, he did a podcast and he, he played this video or an inter- it was an interview from a de facto KGB member, right? And you know what de facto means? Mm-hmm. It means they, they left the KGB and they're, you know, kind of pretty much, they, in a layman's terms, he's a rat. Right. Right. I mean, so. He's like separated himself and he's like putting all their, he's airing all the dirty laundry. Airing out all the dirty laundry. He, um, he didn't, he finally, oh, Woke up, woke and up was to like, what they were doing, and he's like, "This is fucked up." Yeah. So basically, what what this interview was about was how to destroy um, a superpower um, from within, and it's saying basically what he's talking about is like, if you're a big country and you want to take over a small country, and no one's like messing with you, you just you just go in there and fuck them up. They're weak. Right, trade wise, they're weak. Uh, military, military wise, they're weak. All these other ways. Um, but what do you do when you want to destroy the biggest, baddest, freest country on the planet? You have to, you have to destroy it within. Yeah, from the inside you out. You can't attack them. They, they're gonna destroy you. You can't like try to fuck up their trade. They're gonna fuck up your trade. They have just as much power, if not more power, than you. Yeah. So what do you do? You have to you have to destroy them within. Yeah, you have to go from the inside. So basically, out. what he talks about in in all like what Bongino was saying is like we look at these liberals and, and like however we want to um, label them, right? Because I I don't even feel like Democrats are this bad anymore. It's 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 this one. It's like. You have Democrats, and then you have these people that have just gone so far 
on this area that they're they're not even considered Democrats anymore because we could talk to Democrats and they're like, I don't believe in this. I don't yeah. believe in this. I don't believe in all this like canceling people and stuff because old school Democrats and old school actual actual old school liberals were all about free love and exactly. this and that. And they're all about the little guy. This party isn't that anymore. There, there's something different. There's something evil. Right. So, but basically what he talks about is like, what do you do? How do you destroy someone from within? Well, you, you do this thing to where you, you demoralize its citizens. So one of the things like we talked about a long time ago on the podcast was, um, Hey, how's it going? Um, for, for, for the longest time, little by little, they've been like, introducing stuff here introducing stuff here like and and i want i don't want to get into this conversation but that whole conversation we had about the um you know the you do you uh in the whiskey friday podcast text is like that's the reason why we're at where we're at and uh little by little you know like gay marriage it was a big deal no one wanted to look at it and then all of a sudden it became it's okay and then what came next? Uh, and then so little by little, they've been like introducing all these things. So they've literally demoralized citizens of, of the United States of America so much. So, and this guy from the KGB is talking about this and he goes, you can uh, give me a little shot of it because ice cubes are going to start going faster. It's warming up. Yeah. Uh, but basically what he talks about is they get them so bad to where now they, the, these super far left extremists, they can't even see the facts. Yeah. So it, it's not even about like producing facts anymore. That's we, we can produce all the facts we want. Right. They're not going to see it. Right, because they don't want to. And, and the guy from the KGB even said, he goes, or de facto KGB, he even said, he goes, you could take some of these people right now and say they're in Hitler's uh, uh, Germany and you have these people that are so psychologically demoralized that you could walk them to the furnaces to where they killed Jews and show them the Nazis did this right here. And they the wouldn't dead bodies it. are still there and they would not believe it. Mm-hmm. They would come up with some excuse or something to that nature to where that. Nope. They're going to just push that aside. It's going to brush it aside. They're so far fucking gone. Now he goes over. He showed he, he broke this interview up in seven steps and I don't want to ruin it for him. So like you, you guys need to go listen to us. It is, it's fascinating because what Bongino said, he, he always calls them stupid. The, why, how are you so stupid? How are you so stupid? Well, this is why. Yeah. This is why. They are so far gone from reality. Yeah. They don't even have any perspective or anything on anything. So you can shove facts down their throats. This is this. This is this. This is the facts. This is the facts. They don't care. No. They don't want to hear it. And it even it, it 
it's even like biblical in that in that sense because God even spoke about the the ignorant will not hear yep. truth. So, um, but this gets into what I really wanted to talk about is this thing called the Ash Ash Experience or the Ash Project. So we have all these people now. We we have come to find out after uh, living with or after the fourteen days. To, to slow the spread of this new virus. Um, how long have we been living with coronavirus since last March? Over a year. Over a year, okay. So we've come up with all this data. 13 months. This true data. And Christina sent me this thing. It was like, we have people that are dying to get a vaccine, that are dying to get an uh, unproven vaccine, to not get sick from something they haven't gotten sick of, yep. sick from, from yet. Yep. And that is like, that is 99.5% fucking uh, yeah. survivable, yeah. right? And these then, people, these and then people want to get, get a, a vaccine to keep them from getting sick, even though they haven't gotten sick from something that is supposed to get them sick. Yes. That will kill them. Yes. It's, yes. it's because, asinine. And why? Because people told them. Yeah. Well, so, and that's, and that's the whole thing, like, you know, Tammy, she had to, she had to go do CPR training. Today. Yeah. She didn't want to, she wasn't going to, cause they wanted her to get tested. She's like, no, absolutely not. I'm not going to yeah. go get tested. Yeah. She ended up doing it. And I understand why. And I'm sure once I explain it to you, you'll understand. She did it because she's in the running. She wants, she's trying to, get to move tested? up. Yeah. No, no, no. She didn't want to get tested. She told her. She told her boss. Getting tested is it, that. Well, that doesn't. No, no, no. no. That's they not wanted. A big deal. They told her you need to get tested if you want to do this training. Yeah. And she didn't want to do it. She's like, no, I'm not going to get tested. Like, I don't have any symptoms. There's no reason I should get tested. Yeah. But then she was told, hey. Well, because because she doesn't want to just get a false positive and be like quarantined. Well, or her whatever. main thing was well, she was afraid because when I had it. There was a day where she was like super sick. Mm-hmm. She was. Is that? Oh, it's my scratch oh. in my hat. Um, she was super tired. She like had to go lay down, and I was like, "Are you feeling all right?" She's like, "No, I don't." I took her temperature. She had a temperature of like 101. She was like, "Fuck." So when she found out she was going to need to get tested to do this training, she's like, "I don't want to do it. Like, it's going to come back. Like, even if I don't have it, like I'm asymptomatic." But, you know, you can test positive up to six months after you yeah. after, oh, after you yeah, have yeah, the coronavirus. Yeah. So she goes, yeah. so now if I get tested and I come back positive, what's going to happen? Yeah. Am I going to have to quarantine again and this and that? Yeah, yeah. But she was told, like, hey, if you want this new job that you're applying for, mm-hmm. you got to play nice. So that, gotta, that's another. got to kind of roll with the punches. That's so a whole, ended, whole nother, like. She tested negative. Yeah. Again. But that, but that's like a, a whole nother like conversation is like how they're holding this shit against us. And like, they're going to make us feel like we're outcasts because for not getting vaccinated. For not wanting to get vaccinated. Yeah. Well, it's the whole like thing that. right now. You need a, they're fucking wanting to talk about you need the a passport. passport and all that. Yeah. Bullshit. Did you see, did you see Ron? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 He was like, fuck you. Yeah. Florida, you know, the well, Floridians well, aren't doing that. Well, Ron DeSantis basically, he put it out there for. I mean, like the way it should have been. He goes, I have not once forced vaccinations on anyone. And yet we have over 3 million 
senior citizens that have gotten the vaccine here in Florida. Just here in Florida. Yeah. It's because they wanted to. Yeah. And guess what? Like, I honestly, here's my thing with the vaccinations. And I want to get back to what I was talking about, the ASH project, because it's fucking fascinating. Sorry, I didn't mean to. No, no, no. You're, you're good. Hey, Sidetrack. Th- that's what our Whiskey Fridays are all about. Um, but uh, if you're if you're elderly and you're worried about this coronavirus or you have underlying issues and you're worried about coronavirus or you have someone at home that can get sick from the coronavirus. If you think this vaccine is going to help you by all means, do it, then do it. it, it it's your right. It, it's your freedom. Me, me myself is like, I, now I, I won't go down that rabbit hole where, where this, this vaccine has like fucking Satan's blood in it or it has a chip in it or anything like that. Um, and we can get in a little Nas's shoes, but don't don't force Nosses, it. But don't don't, don't force ever it down force my throat. It. You've never forced it once. You've never forced flu vaccine. You never forced anything. And not to mention, CDC came out with their numbers: one thousand eight hundred and twenty flu cases. Yeah. Oh. This past flu season. Oh. The lowest it's ever been. Well, I mean, the average is two million. Yeah. A year. And it's one thousand eight hundred twenty. Get, Get the, the fuck, fuck out, out of here. here. Yeah. All right. Anyways. So it's like, so one more thing. Okay. So we're talking oh, about vaccines go, and all this, but, um, you know, I, I love, I love my family. No, I can't even hear you. Oh, you're not, you're not talking to me. Like I love my family. No, there's a random guy in my backyard. He said, don't pee on me. Does he look like a homeless man? He looks like a hobo. Oh, God. He's living next to my trash can. Get him out of there. Nah, he's good. I mean, he's good. He actually put in an electrical outlet for me today. Oh. Is he cleaning? He's earning his keep. Okay, well, then that's good. (laughs) Let him stay. Just for one day. Oh. Huh? Hey, one day's better than no days. But, um, oh, that's, he's smoking that sticky icky. I know I can smell it. That doesn't sound like a cigarette cough. No. Um, you know, I love, I love my family. I love my friends, but you know, I've got, I've got family members that are getting their, uh, their vaccine and, and they're, they're posting pictures of their vaccine cards. Yeah. Like, oh, I got the vaccine. Yeah, that's it's stupid. It's like, come it's on. It's so fucking stupid. And then, you know, my father-in-law, love the man to death. Love him to death. He had the coronavirus. He survived. Mm-hmm. No issues, mm-hmm. you know. Had a couple days where he was tired, had a cough, but he just got a second dose of the vaccine. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why? Why? Why did you do that? Like, there was no reason. And my mother-in-law, she's fighting, like, do I get it? Do I not get it? Mm-hmm. And I'm telling her, don't fucking get it. Don't do it. You didn't I, die. I tell people. Don't fucking get it. I tell people all the time when, they're ask, when they ask. Because I, I found out, like, a lot of people that I work with uh, out in Vegas and stuff, uh, a lot of them have gotten it. And a lot of them jumped at the bit. They were like, oh, I can't wait to get it, blah, 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 blah. Why? And I'm like, 
did you ever get sick? And they asked me. And I told them, I was like, one, I would tell them, one out of 24 of my employees got the vaccine. And they're like, one? And they're Ooh. like, they're like, why only one? I was like, because no one's scared of it. No one's scared of it. Like, I, I just don't understand what it's all about. But anyways, anyways, I, wa- I want to get back on this Ash Project thing. So, we're talking about all this stuff. Well, there was this old study done back in, like, I want to say, like, the 70s or something like that. I just I just found out about it, and I read about it, and it, it, it is super, super fascinating. So, what they did is they did this multiple times. But what they would do is they would take a test subject, and then they would put him in a room with, like, eight other people. Right. And all eight other people are in on this test or in on this project. So he's the only one that doesn't know about it. Mm -mm. So there's like two interviewers. Right. And then there's like eight, nine people in a room. One of them is a test subject that has no idea. Everybody else knows about it. Knows about it. Yeah. And they would do the easiest tests. So basically the first test they did. Is they held up a big old whiteboard, right? And they had a line. And then they had three lines right here with one, two, three. And so they had a line like this tall. That would like say, let's just say like 12 inches tall. And then one was 10 inches tall. Two was 12 inches tall. And three was 10 inches tall. So you'd have... The three lines, the three answers you could give were 10, 12, and 10. Well, the the one line was 12. So they would say, all right, what number correlates with the right answer with how tall this line is? Okay? And so they would go through the room, and they made they always made sure he was in the middle. The test subject was in the middle. And everyone would be like, one. All right, you. One. All right, you, one. So they're all picking 10 inches, even though the answer is 12. Right. So it's it's 10, 12, 10, but the answer is 12. Right. So they're going 10, or they're going one, one, one. And they get to him, and he goes, he's looking like, these fucking people are crazy. He's like, two? Like that? And then the rest of them go, one, one, one. They do it again. This time they add a fourth line. Three lines are the same and one line's different, which is the right answer. So the very next question, they go, all right, which one's the right answer? So they all go through it and they're like, three. The right answer's two, right? Three, 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 three. And he, the guy goes, three? And everybody else does three, three, three. And basically what it shows is if you're in a group. You're going to go with the majority. You're going to go with the, the majority because yeah. you don't want to feel like an outcast. Right. And this this happens, right? Oh, yeah. This is what with the masks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then they do it a few more times. And then about the fifth or sixth time, one another person in front of him 
says the right answer. And then he's like, ah, I can choose the right answer now. So then you go back to like the first graph and everyone's like one, one. This guy says two, one, one. And the guy goes, and he looks at the guy. He, he'll go two. I said two the first time. And then two and then or one, one, one. And they'll go back. Then they introduce a person doing it behind him. And then he starts getting excited about it because he knows he's not fucking wrong. So this proves what like two things right here. Right. One, people are fucking sheep. Oh, 100%. Tammy hates that too. And, and here's, here's the thing. I'm not going to pretend I'm better than anybody else. There's things that I've gone along with. Just because the group's going along because with of, it. And I've gotten in trouble for it. Yeah. Shit, I've gotten arrested for some of this shit. I've never been arrested, but. You've never been put in handcuffs. Never. Oh, man. It's a fucked up situation. He's like, you haven't lived till you've been put in handcuffs. Hey, I'll tell you what. <laughs> you get chased by a cop horse. There's nothing, nothing that makes you feel more alive than <laughs> Officer Botts rearing up a horse. <laughs> I still remember her name. Oh, so her? Yeah. She's super hot. Super hot. Did still you remember. see that? Ow! Ow. You Did got you quit see... hitting me, Did you see man. That? Did you see that? Uh... Fear slapping me, slapping me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that? That Instagram I sent you guys? Which one? On the Whiskey Par- Friday podcast of that hot cop. Oh, yes. I saw that. And the bef- guy was like, do you, oh, do you need to frisk me? Yeah. I saw that. Uh, <laughs> it was legitimately i probably saw that like 30 minutes before you said i was like where is that cop at Mm -hmm. i will go break a law right now wow dude yeah probably one of the hottest (laughs) oh my god but anyways um the sash project so it shows one people are sheep right but it shows two power in numbers right so a lot of a lot of what people have been talking about is like in these cities, like we don't have an issue here in Blood no. City. We walk around without our masks. No one fucking cares. And people that have to like in, enforce it, they don't do it. They don't want to. No. But they'll go up to. Like we walked in Target. The guy was like, "Hey, you guys need a mask?" Nope. All right. Just kept on walking. Not a big deal, right? But. Some places, like what what I truly believe, capitalist society, is if a company decides that, hey, you're going to wear a mask in our place. If you don't wear a mask, you're not shopping here. That is their right. Right. I mean, that that's... 100%. Right. And people, like, even at work, will go in places and they're like, do you have a mask? And I'm yeah. like, I have one. We're not going to... No. Yeah. If they ask me to put it on, I'll put it on. Christina's whole move is like, as she's walking in, she gets the mask and she goes like this and like gets ready to put it on. And as she walks by him, she's like, boop, back in the pocket. But I mean, regardless, we, we haven't had an issue here in Bullhead City, but a lot of these other cities are like super serious men. Yeah. But what they said is like, and it's already happened in a few places like uh, Seattle and um, uh, New York and... Uh, I can't remember the other city, but um, I think it was San Francisco or something like that. No, it wasn't. Maybe it was like L.A. It was a California city. But anyways, a, a group of like 20 people 
would get together and just walk into like a target. And they walk in. Mm-hmm. That's what and, you need and then to do. just say no, and then they they would walk the whole aisles and they would get what they needed, and they all stuck together because it was like, all right, you have two people that can tell us all to put on masks. You don't have enough for all of us. Yeah. But one of the things that I, that I keep like thinking about is like the the group in numbers you get them to realize but here's why they want to keep us separated and do you remember um the movie with uh it wasn't not the rock not not um not the uh nicholas cage movie but what was that movie where the colonel got put in prison. Last Robert, Castle. Last Castle. So so you remember. Yeah. Okay. So this is a military. With um, Robert Samuel Ruffin. L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson. He okay. was the mm-hmm. he was the colonel. Mm-hmm. He was the uh, commanding not the, officer. Not the one that got in trouble. No, but he Robert was. Redford was Robert Redford the, was, was the, the general. Was the general. That got put. Yeah. Okay. So here, here's. A, a, a good way to look at this okay so in military prison they do not allow you rank no so a... if you're a private if you're a sergeant if you're a sergeant first class if, if you're, you're a general a sergeant major if you're a colonel if you're a general they get rid of your rank and you're not allowed to it doesn't matter if I went to prison as a staff sergeant right now in a military prison and my old commanding officer that I loved and respected went into that same prison. I am not, not allowed to salute him. I'm not allowed to do anything because what they don't want is a mutiny. They don't want want the collaboration, right? They don't want the togetherness. They don't want the rapport to be there because if that happens, guess what happens? They lose the prison. They lose the prison, the last castle. What Just do, like they did. What do Americans need to do right now? Because right now, we are living in a prison. What, what are the Democrats trying to do? They're trying to keep us as separated as possible. Do, don't have groups together more than five. Don't do this. Hey, you're not allowed to hang out during Easter. Hey, they're even saying now, it doesn't matter if you've been vaccinated. You've been vaccinated. You still need to wear a mask. You still no, can't do this. The CDC is saying that you can. Uh, it doesn't matter what the CDC out. is saying. It, it, Joe Biden is saying. Yeah. Well, he's saying if we all get vaccinated, he might. He might. Yeah. Let us have a barbecue on the 4th of July. 330 fucking million people have to get vaccinated. He might let us. What they don't want Fuck to you. happen is they don't want they us don't to band it. together. Yeah. Because what happens is they lose the prison. They yeah. lose it. They have America in a fu- in a fucking prison right now. They can't lose it. They're because the warden. They're the COs. They They're, are the COs. Yeah. They are the wardens. They don't want us saluting each other. They don't want Sar- Staff Sergeant me and Sergeant you linking up together and talking together. Yep. Because guess what the like-minded people get with like-minded people and then all of a sudden you have like-minded people rallying together and what does that happen you lose the prison yep so 
there it is. This ash project is just, it's super fascinating because you, you single one out, you get him to fucking follow. You show one person that's on his side. He starts to go, okay, maybe I'm not crazy. And what happens? He awakens. Yep. Well, I had that happen a couple last week, two weeks ago at Walmart. You know, Walmart, they don't give a shit out here. Nope. I walked in, no mask, just walking around, buying my shit. Walked around, walked down an aisle, saw some guy. He was probably my age, mid-30s. Yeah. He looked at me and was like, he like looked around and was like, took his mask off, put it in his pocket. He did? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah. All right. There you go. It's really weird now. When you walk into places... And people look at you because you well, don't have a mask well, on. Well, not, not only that, when you see someone without a mask on, you give them that, like, wink and nod. Like, hey, all right, you free? I see you. I'm free. I see you. I see I you. I see you. Hey, yeah. freedom lover. Guy literally looked at me and, like, looked around and was like... Took his mask off, put it in his pocket. Because people have been doing it so much, and people listen to all the bullshit that they fucking spew. I'm telling you. They are spewing vomit on TV. Stop listening to the bullshit. I do not wear a mask unless I am told to. When you're at work like you're supposed to. Or if I'm in a store Mm -hmm. and an employee goes, oh, sir, you need to put a mask on. Okay. I'll put one on for you. Yeah. But I'm not just going to walk in willingly with yeah. a mask on. Absolutely yeah. not. Stop. Yeah. And if it's not going to stop. If you really let you're going to tell me to stop your finger. I can see your bone. Yeah, well. <laughs> I'm picking at my lip and he's picking on his hand right now. Um, but honestly, if I need to shop in a store that bad and they... It is mandatory to wear a mask. I'll wear a mask. I. Case in point. We went to Gilbert. Right? This is fucking awesome. We went to the, um, not downtown Gilbert, but it's Santan uh, Mall. It's a, it's a mall that they built not too long ago. It's fucking awesome. They got, it, it's all like an outdoor mall. Oh, right? Okay. So it's all outdoors. It's like you the walk. Block. Yeah. Okay. It's, like the block it, it's a lot. Lunch. Yes. Yes. It's a lot like that. So there's these restaurants and there's stores and all that. Well, both my kids, they saved up their money and they wanted to build a bear. They had to have a build a bear. They wanted to build their own bear because they knew we built them a bear before. They wanted to build their own bear. So they wanted to go go there. So we go there and I feel bad because there's these fucking 15 year old girls working there, but they're fucking told to do what they need to do. So this girl literally comes in like as soon as we come in, like, uh, do you guys have masks? And we're like, yeah. They're like, okay. And they're doing the whole like airline uh, like, stewardess. They're like, over your yes, ears, we ask that nose. you have it over your nose the whole time and that you respect people's social distancing and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm going to punch you in the fucking face. Not really, but my kids wanted to do it. They didn't force my kids to wear it, so I'm good. If they would have told my kids to put a mask on, I'm out. But they wanted me and Christina to have a mask on. Uh, Justin was there with us. We put a mask on. Cool. Right. Which is understandable. And, and that's I, what I and said. I did it the right I'll way. I'll do it. 
I'll do it. We went through the whole process. I hate, I hate having a mask on, but I'm there for my kids. That company wants me to wear a mask. I'm going to wear a mask. It is what it is. Yeah. Done. Did it. One of the coolest things up. So afterwards, we're looking for a place to get a margarita. For some reason. A margarita. Yeah. Justin and Christina were like, oh, we want a margarita. We want a margarita. I was like, all right, let's go find one. So we go to a couple places. Well, you know the brand State 48? No. You don't? Uh, yeah, it's it's not big here. It's big there. But, there, you know, Arizona was the 48th state. There was a brand that came out, State 48. Well, my brother has, like, shirts and hats. Justin has shirts and hats. Like, it, it's a big brand. Well, we w- were walking. Uh, we got to, like, the restaurant aisle. There's a bunch of restaurants. State 48, we walk in. We walk up to. And it's one of those places that has, like, indoor-outdoor bar. Mm. So the bar is, like, right on the edge right. to where you have outdoor bar seating, indoor right. bar seating. Right. There's outdoor seats. There's indoor seats. Right. It's a big old restaurant. It's a cool. Looks like a cool fucking brewery. We're walking up. Not one bartender. Not one waitress. Not one bar back. Not one hostess. Not one fucking person had a mask on in that place. And we walk in, and it was like, this is fucking normal. This is America. This is fucking normal. Yeah. But the other restaurants, oh, yeah. they had masks on. Oh, yeah. They didn't ask us to put masks on. They didn't ask, but they all had masks on. Yeah. Which I just hate because I love seeing someone walk up to me and smile. Yeah. Hey, how's it, go- how's it going, guys? What yeah. can we do for you? Yeah. You want a table for four? All right. We got about a 20-minute wait, whatever, yeah. blah, 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 blah. It was a fucking hour and a half wait. We didn't get to sit there and drink. We had to go across the street. We didn't have to wear a mask where we went. But it was just the fact that everybody was going to that one bar because right. they loved that. Yeah. No one no one had a mask on. We walked in. People were walking in with their mask and going. Taking it off. Because I still people I still see people walking around with masks on outside. I see people driving in their own cars by themselves with masks on. Best, best thing. Here, slap my arm. So it sounds like, all right. Best thing we ever saw. Guy riding a motorcycle. Motorcycle, no helmet. No helmet. With a mask. With a mask. Yes. Doesn't give a fucking shit about his head cracking open if he crashes, but he's worried about coronavirus while he's driving with the wind blowing all over him. I saw last week driving down Highway 95 in Bullhead, guy on a motorcycle. He's got a brain bucket on. No mask. His wife, girlfriend, old lady, whatever you want to call her on the back of the bike, no brain bucket, and a mask. Yeah. I was like... Those are the pictures you need to take and we need to post here. I was like, this is what's wrong with America. Well, it was like in passing. Mm. I was driving. They were driving. I couldn't And you almost got a wreck because you're like, I was like, uh, what kind of retarded person are you? So what do you think of this old elk now? We haven't rated it. it. I like it. A lot? Rabble hole a lot? Uh, Okay, so it's not there yet. But I am going to give it. Better than lead singers? Right now, I'm feeling, all right, you ready? Count of, count of three. Let's see if we're as close as we were, because I have a number in my head. I do, too. All right, you ready? 
One, One two, three. three. Eight, eight point two. two. <laughs> <laughs> We're there, dude. I love it. Yeah. So eight point three. Eight point three. Eight point three. It is. I love that. Yeah. We're on it. What do you guys think? Oh wait, you haven't tried it. Hold on. Go 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 go. You gonna dig this? Oh, we didn't do it. I forgot. Uh, oh my bad. Old elk. Oh, you gonna dig this? You ready for another glass? Or? Yeah. What are we at? We're at a buck eighteen, buck. 20 right now buck 17 buck 16 and a half oh buck 16 okay. and a half all right so is there anything else you want to talk about oh my gosh opening day of baseball oh come on son come on man were you as excited for baseball this year as i am Mm-mm. well not now you're not because of the whole atlanta thing but no, I, on opening day, I'm just excited. I'm excited for a whole hundred. You're not going to see sixty-two. You're not going to see one hundred and sixty-two. No, games I know season. you're not going to see one hundred and sixty-two games because we already had one. We already had one because of coronavirus. Yeah, day one. Day one. Mets Atlanta. But you're going to get the one hundred and sixty-two games. No, it was Mets. Uh, maybe it was Mets Atlanta. No. No, Acuna played. So it was, it was uh, Mets and you going to dig these. I can't believe you use that app. got to use the Yahoo Sports app. Even though they're – Yahoo's liberal. If I had to stop using everyone that was liberal, I'd go fucking – We wouldn't have anything. Wouldn't have it. A damn thing. A damn thing. All right. Mets Nationals. No free Wi-Fi for you. That's why it's... uh, Mets Nationals. Mets Nats. That's who it is. Mm Mm-hmm. Nats. The Nats. No. The Natty Nats. Oh, yes. That's right. I was like, bullshit. Bryce Harper played, but he's with the Phillies now. Yeah. Duh. Duh. Two two years running. Um, So, exciting news. We are rebranding. Other exciting news, I'm beating the shit out of Patriot Aaron in our fantasy baseball oh, league. By like 20 points. We're both sucking dick right now. So we need to talk about this rebranding thing because I don't want to... Uh... Well, let's be honest, though. The rebranding is not a big deal because nobody really has our brand now. No, but to like to, for people to see the logo... Oh. Um, as we get these logos, like how long is it going to take this? Cause what'd you say? You had nine revisions. I have nine revisions. Okay. So you need to get on this girl to get the revisions out to us. And then what we'll do is we'll post them on Facebook. We'll paste, we'll post them on Instagram and we'll do the fans page. Ooh, I like that. That's what I'm saying. We need to get revisions back from her quicker. And we'll post them, and we'll say the most likes. We'll post them in individual pictures, you know, individual posts. 
the most likes. That's our new that's our new logo. I enjoy that. I like that. All right. So, um, but but here's the deal. I don't want to start the new logo until we have our intro. Okay. And so you're I you're lacking. Okay. Hold on one second. I'll call Garrett right this minute. I'll call him. You don't need to call him. Oh, I'm gonna call him. Okay. Do you want another ice cube? Yeah. Do you want just a big block? Whatever you got. I have. I, I yeah. have. We have three more golf balls. Well, there's one golf ball in the bucket. And there's one the golf, and then I have three. Do you want? Um, do, you saw that I actually got more this yeah. time. Um, do you want just a cube this time? It's up to you. Because how much more do you want to drink? Bro, is what I'm saying. We're is pros it, at this. It's 10:30. We're pros. We gotta wake up at six. I gotta wake up at like 5:30. Okay. To get the kids ready. So I think let's go cubes. We'll go. Eat. We'll go a little bit more. I gotta. I gotta wake up at 5:30 to get the kids. Because we've already been drinking. Up right, and so then to the in-laws and back. Yeah, I'm getting cubes. You want me to call them? That's up to you. I'm calling them. I would text them. Nope. Three, nine, two, eight. All right. Well, I guess the number I have for him is no good. Yeah, he lied to you. He got you, you sucker. Yeah. Sucker bitch. All right. So I'll uh, I'll hit him up on uh, Messenger. Man, he really got the... Well, what's funny about that is that was his uh, that was his work number. Are you ready? Here. Yeah. Finish that. It's water. Well, then hydrate. Flip that out of there. Get Just put it in there. Oh, jeez. Oh, hold on. That, that's got a loose top. So you know what I'm super bummed about? You know where I should be right now? Uh, I, I don't know. I should be in Vegas. Why? Supporting. Kyle Berkshire? Ray Ray. Mm. There's a show this weekend? Tomorrow. Oh, shit. I couldn't get tickets. They were sold out. You got a can for that reason. I know. It was an accident. I didn't mean to do that. I know. I do it too. Um, yeah. Oh. He, yeah. His, uh, his show's tomorrow. Dude, I know you don't have Facebook, but Christina does. Tell her to follow these guys. I'm I'm sure if Tammy does. Team. Oh, you are kicking my ass now. Yeah, Damn. I'm beating the fuck out of you, bro. Eric Cosmer again? Yes. Did you see my? Uh, or you didn't see it because you don't have Facebook. Eric Cosmer has 23 points, dude. Get out of here. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. My pitching is gonna be terrible. Yeah, Means got a 35 on the bench. Oh, my God. You could be crushing me right now. I'm already crushing you. 
or you could be crushing, crushing me. Because trust me, a, a 45, 46 point lead isn't nothing. I've got. What is that? I'm not good at math. What? 103 to 57. Yeah. It's 45, 46 point, 45 and a half point lead. That's, that's well, really like nothing. 12 points tonight? He has 23 already this week, which is, that's like a good week for a one hitter. And you already have it in two days, and you still got a fucking bull week. Plus 35 a and a half points. Trust me, that's not. Sitting on my bench. You're going to get used to that. This is what I don't like about this league. Mm-hmm. Like when I played Yahoo, you could ch- you could move every day your lineup every day every day yeah. But uh, you also don't get points like that. In no, Yahoo. you don't. You get categories. Fuck. You know the one thing we tried on my my Yahoo league when I played was we tried to the commissioner actually was in conversations with Yahoo with their fantasy leagues to get like a rotation. Instead of like having to move pitchers every day, like, oh shit, this guy's not pitching. I need to switch him out with this guy or this. That's the whole point of a daily was, league. Though. Was trying to get a rotation. Like you would pick the Dodgers rotation and you put them in for the week. So you get their game one, uh, game two, game three, game four starter. And then it would just rotate for that week. So what would everyone get two rotations? Basically, yeah. You would get like. You would, yeah, you would get two rotations of pitchers. Because if you did 10-team, you'd be able to get three rotations. Three rotations, but if, if you, you did, did 12, you, you would get only, two rotations. You're only allowed to do two. Yeah. But in a 12-team, you could get – you could have three. Right, but you're going to have a lot of – If you drafted like, a third, but you would have to – you could only start two. Two, Yes. And I guess Yahoo was like, go fuck But it, has to, it would have to be a weekly league. Right. It, right. Couldn't, it, it, it couldn't be a, a daily. Yeah. yeah. Well, even if it was a daily, you could still do that, where you could move your lineup. No. Well, your batting lineup. Right. But, but the pitching would, would have to be weekly. Well, I mean, it would in the sense of you, you've only got the Dodgers – yeah, but, you, but the the whole fact of like rotations would be like you're picking you have this whole rotation for the week. Right. Right. I mean unless you have the Dodgers and the Yankees rotation and you're like Monday the starting pitcher for the Dodgers shit the bed and you're like, Well, I'm gonna throw the Yankees rotation in there now. You know what I mean? Mm. You could flip flop back and forth, you know. But that's what yeah, I think. But, but there's only 32 teams. Right. But I'm saying if you had two rotations and say Monday you had the, the Yankees rotation in and their starting pitcher shit the bed and then their bullpen shit the bed. And you're like, well, fuck them. I'm going to throw, oh, I've got, the, I've got the Mets rotation on the bench. Well, I'm going to put the Mets in on Tuesday. You know what I mean? So you get all of their that team. You get stats. that entire. You get their you get their starter when they start, and you get their bullpen, yeah. and you get their. The only their reason closer. I, I don't like that though is because everyone would had 
have at least in a 12 team league everyone would have at least two right would have to unless you just did one and that's all you ever started or you had two that you could rotate or some players would have three in a 10 team league you would have three and some would have four depending on if they took only only two would have four right but I don't know. In like a rotation, I think that would be better for our league weekly versus a daily league. Right. A daily league is Can like. Can you do that in our league? No. Can you pick a rotation? Mm-hmm. They don't offer that? Or is that something that, that JD could. I don't think so. Tweak? I think if we did a live draft, we could. Well, it was a live draft. Or no, you no, mean no, like no. a live, like in person. in person, like all 10 teams in person? Yeah, but then you would still have to be able to start all the pitchers for one team. So if you pick the Yankees, you would get every single one of their starters, every and single one of their middle relievers, every single one of their closers. Yeah. Every one of them. Yeah. And, and you'd you only would be get, able to start that one. And you would team. get every stat that came from that team. Right. So they would have to and the, then you would have to look at like changing the point system. Cause right now, the way you get points in our league is you get a point per out. Then you get another point for each strikeout. Right. Then you get ten points for a win. So then if then you, you pick the rotation, you know you're getting at least twenty seven points. Right for outs. Right, you know you're gonna get strikeouts. You know you're gonna get walks. This, that, whatever. But I think it's a little heavy. No, your ice is melting. You had, you had that cube under there that's like melting. Oh, the little ones. Yeah, that's right. It was it was higher. It's a bat. What was he saying? Don't bat. It's somewhere. He's like circling our heads. He might be. There might be a little rat around here. There is a mouse in our backyard. What the fuck? Yeah. What is up with you and your fucking critters? Well, we've had that one. Well, you had the mouse, but then last year, the year before that, you had the bat up in the fucking corner. We still get them. Do you really? Yeah, they're still bat shit. Still find bat shit. Really? I have no idea why. They love our house. I have never had... Bat shit or anything? Any critters at my house. What the fuck? Not I don't one. know what it is. I've never even seen a scorpion at my house. I haven't seen a scorpion. I've never... I. You know the first time I saw a scorpion? Up close, personal, live, here in Arizona? Was a, a couple, zoo? No, was a couple weeks ago. Uh, like a month ago. We did a job over off a riverfront. Opened up a lid to check... There's a fucking scorpion in there. What? Yep. That's the first time you ever first seen time one? I've ever seen a scorpion here. The seven years I've lived here, it's the first time I've ever seen a scorpion. Ah, that sounds like you've been fucking. Well, you're from California. I mean, that other country. <laughs> That's all we got. That's all we got from uh, Patriot Steve over here. That's all you get. Are you doing uh-huh. double fists in it? Is he in there? Oh, well, you know. 
You got the good, good, and the bad, bad. So, so I, I actually, the shit I think about right at night, the reason why I don't sleep that fast, I'm sitting there, I'm like, shit, Steve's in town, I wonder if he's going to jump on the podcast tomorrow night. And I was like, I gave my dad his, like, his nickname's Frankie Envelopes. Why? Because every time he goes to Dobson Ranch's golf club, he's getting envelopes full of money. Your dad in the mafia? No, it, it's it's all their gambling and all their bets that they do during golf. All What's he do? The, all Get their paid tournaments. Like once a week or once a month? It's just it, it, so the guy that runs their fantasy league and all that stuff is out of that is out of his group. The guy he does his bets through all that stuff. It's oh, all his bookie, his bookie is through the basically it is through that group. So every time he shows up, dad's my dad's mafia. getting envelopes. Your dad's in the mafia. He's just not telling you guys. Well, and then, like, if they – every time – he when he plays his games, it's never not for money. Oh, they're playing skins. They play skins. They play – there's 32 different games going on we every time he plays. So, anyways, <sighs> that's how he got Frankie envelopes. And then JD's Vegas Frank. Well, I'm sitting there thinking, I was like, Steve Sticky Fingers. Sticky Finger Steve. Uh, I'm like sitting there, and I was like, Sticky Finger Steve, Steve with the Sticky Fingers. I'm like, something like sticky, that. Sticky Icky hey, Steve. that would have worked in high school as well as it works now. And I'm like, <laughs> and, and I, I, I even thought, I even went as far as thinking, like, explaining it. It's not Sticky because he's a thief. Because Steve's not a thief. It's sticky because of that good stuff. Because of the good good. Yeah. Good, good. That good good. So, <coughs> I just thought about that. <coughs> the stupid shit that goes through my mind at night. He's got Fred space. Flintstone feet. Yeah, where his toes cross over the other toes. Yeah, yeah it's fucked up. That's what happens when you're a hobo. <laughs> It'd be like that sometimes. Like that sometimes. <laughs> are are you finding with that massive beard that it's that. harder to get closer and closer to the the end of the joint? No, I just got to be careful so I don't burn it. I just got to be careful when the joint goes out and I got to relight it. I got to be careful that you don't light so your don't beard on fire. fire. So I wish, you, like when, when my you have beard those roaches, was like, when my we have like a lighter out to here. And <laughs> I got little torch lighters at home that I just hit the end with and I don't have to mess with it. Yeah, that's where it's at, right? Yeah. When my beard was long, I wish it was that straight. Well, so you we have a torch right there. That's Mike Montgomery's. But Do you use a, a straightener? It's pretty straight when I get out of the shower. It's just, it's got a couple little curves. So, it, so Steve, man, mine, Steve when, takes my, be- when my beard was like down to here, I had a, when I first came over, my beard was long and it's like, it's super curly. Mm-hmm. So Steve... Takes longer than every female you know to get ready. No. no. Well, he's got hair longer than every female I know. He, this motherfucker. Besides Hazel. Hazel's is sitting in there, and he's brushing, and he's blow drying, and he's straightening, and he's doing this. And th- this motherfucker. Putting the beard oil in there. Putting the beard oil in there. 
This thing is like ridiculous. I told him, I was like, I love the beard. I hate the hair. Yeah, the hair has got to go. Well, you know, I got to wait until I can pull it back. It's at a screw no, stage. It, you. I it is at a screwy to, stage. Yeah. I swear to God. It's at the worst stage. If I ever see you with a fucking man bun. No. I will oh, grab no. that thing I'll and fucking my, cut it. I'll no. hand you my gun and you can shoot me with it. Yeah. No. No. If I even see you with a ponytail, I'll grab it and cut no, it. No, the ponytail doesn't bother me. It's the man bun that yeah, bothers no, me. That ain't. That'll never happen. I promise that. No man should have hair long enough to put in a fucking ponytail. Well, why not? Because you're a man. Says men. Men have long hair. Some do, some don't. The only men that had long hair, what, Hercules? And Jesus. And Vikings. And old stoners that want to grow that shit out. I will say. That's why I could never the, have long hair. The day you showed up, when you went through shit. Oh, yes. And you cut your hair. And shaved your beard. And it looked like you cut it with, like, some 1970s clippers. I was like, this motherfucker needs to grow his hair back right now. He needs to grow it back. But uh, honestly, I, I thought you looked just as cool with, 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 with the a shaved, shaved head. head. Yeah. I think I look younger, though. I look older because you can see a lot more of the wrinkles and everything. No, you look no, older you look, now. You look older so, now. Yeah, 100%. I think you look younger with short hair. Because you can see the gray. Yeah. You look, you look way younger with short hair. I, if I didn't biggest, have this glass of whiskey in front of me, I, I would really wish you would turn my water into wine. I'd be like, hey, Jesus. Where's, where's my bread at? I might be able to turn it into better whiskey. You give me you give me 12 minutes. Put a couple drops of something in there. It'll be doing just fine, brother. You give me 12 minutes. I got you, bro. You'll be calling me Jesus at the end of the night. <laughs> about, about 30 minutes till a mushroom's hit, man. Oh, shit. <laughs> that psilocybin. Yes. No, what really what really tripped me out was the first time I saw him without a beard. I was like. Yeah. Well, but who the fuck is for, that? for me, I, I knew Steve without a beard. See, too. I never knew him without yeah. a beard. Because you couldn't have a beard at work, right? No, I just chose not to. I mean, I worked with a lot of tools and hard hat and vest and all yeah. that shit and cords, yeah. and it just, you know, it just yeah. didn't work well. Yeah. Yeah, first time I saw him without a beard, because I had never seen him without one, I was like, who the fuck's that guy? Who is that? I liked your beard when even, it was, uh, like, at, 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 like, a good length. Even I thought uh, that was, like, perfect. Even Hazel, when you cut it. Oh, yeah. Hazel, like, she freaked. freaked the fuck yeah. out. She had no idea who she, like, it was. She realized, she under, she, like, heard your voice. Yeah, I know. But was like, guy. stop picking at it. God damn it. Fuck. All right. So you want to end this? Because I got a good, I got oh, a good dad joke. And this, oh, yeah, we're still going. Oh, okay. I got a good, um. Let's go. This is a joke Frankie Envelopes would enjoy. All right. Good old Frankie. Right. So, there's this birthday party. Okay. There's all these kids, and this clown shows up. And this clown's sitting there, and he's he's being kind of creepy, whatever. But, I mean, like all, mo- all like clowns, most clowns. Most clowns are creepy. Well, anyways, this clown goes to one of the little girls at the party and was like, Hey, want to take a walk? 
Got a magic trick. Okay. It's not, it's not gonna dirty. I don't like this. Part. It's not gonna dirty. All right. So, anyways, they start walking and all this stuff, and they they start getting closer and closer to the woods. And the little girl looks up at the clown and goes, "Mr. Clown, I'm kind of scared to go in the woods." And he goes, "You think you're scared? I have to walk back alone." <laughs> All right, guys. Have <laughs> Sorry a good night. about that. We'll see you next week. Peace.